Good morning, afternoon, evening. Welcome to the Royal Deluxe Podcast. A podcast about the Kansas City Royals by a guy who, uh... I don't really have any funny uh comment for today. I don't I don't even really have much of a plan for today's episode. I didn't really write down any notes. I have a couple of things that I do uh want to touch upon, but it's going to be a pretty short episode because there's just there's just not a whole lot going on that's new. Not that nothing has happened, not that no one has said anything, but you know, we don't need to go over Things Bethenia said, Sherman has said, Moore has said. You can probably figure it out for yourselves or see for yourselves what's going on. It's not, it's nothing new, really. And there was only one game since we last spoke. So new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Make sure you're subscribed and following at Royal Deluxe Pod on Twitter for any updates. Uh, so yeah, every since we last spoke on Wednesday, there's only been one game. And uh, it was a pretty quiet game. Didn't have a whole lot going on, but it's a game that the Royals won. So that's pretty cool. So I guess we'll talk about that a little bit. The Royals finished their series against the Texas Rangers where they won 2-1. to one. Uh, They didn't win the series 2-1. to one. They actually lost the series 1-2. to two. They, lost, they dropped the first two games, but they, they won the third one. Yay! A nice, quiet... Two to one game that uh, just didn't have a whole lot going on. wasn't even a particularly spectacular pitching duel. The Rangers had Dane Dunning on the mound, and he didn't throw amazingly. He went six innings, but only got three strikeouts and three walks. It was just eh, it was whatever, kind of a whatever start. Meanwhile, the Royals had Zach Greinke on the mound. Greinke has been doing well since he came back from the injured list. When he went to the injured list, it was for a forearm strain, which is really scary on paper. But he said that something was bothering him even before that for a few weeks. At that point, there there was something kind of ailing him. And it may have had to do with his performance on the field because back in around May, that is when we started to see Granke not pitch so well suddenly he wasn't so reliable and in a way we were thinking yeah well it's because he doesn't strike anyone out he he pitches in this very kind of dangerous style that doesn't really suit today's MLB or something like that and that's fair but even still it wasn't like uh like you know the way he pitches is usually just by location, just like not not a lot of velocity. He just places the ball wherever he wants, and it's and it's and it's great. He just knows what he's doing. He just knows where to put it. You know, it doesn't result in a lot of swings and misses, but that's fine. He gets weak contact, but then it stopped being weak contact, and he wasn't locating the ball where he wanted. And he said so. He admitted it himself. He just wasn't locating where he wanted. He was walking guys a lot more. He you know, was striking guys out even less, probably. So yeah, it was a little bit scary seeing that, but he's like, yeah, I guess something's bothering me. I guess something's wrong with my arm, and that's not good. So he goes to the injured list, but then comes back, and what do you know? When he, Now that he's back, he seems to be fully healthy, and he's pitching like he was at the beginning of the season. Maybe even better than uh, the beginning of the season, because now his velocity is going back up to like 93 or something, when at the beginning of the season it was topped at 91. So 
that's pretty cool. It's a, it's really, really great to see Zach Greinke pitch well. Because he's Zach Greinke, he's one of the greatest Royals ever. He's one of the greatest pitchers ever. He's on his way to a Hall of Fame career. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about with today's episode. It's a, it's a question that just kind of came to my mind after this start. Because it was his 500th career start if you can believe it, 500 starts in the MLB. So it's nice that he was able to win that game, by the way. It's cool that he walked away with a pitcher win on his 500th start. But, you know, there was like a a particular line written on MLB.com, I think by Ann Rogers, and and she just kind of said he's wrapping up his MLB career. And that's probably true, but but but... Basically, the question is, is this Grenke's last year? That's kind of what I want to know. Like, is this going to be his final year pitching in the major leagues? Or is he going to pitch beyond this year? I don't know. And we probably don't have the right to know, because I really doubt that Grenke is the kind of guy that will openly admit when it's time for him to go. Unless it's, you know, in the offseason and he's like, oh yeah, I'm just not coming back next season. You know, he he does seem like the guy who will just retire when it's all said and done. Instead of coming out at the beginning of the season, opening day, being like, yeah, by the way, this is my last season. And then, you know, because everyone likes to make a big deal of storied players playing their final season their final games, things like that. And we all know <laughs> that Zach Greinke wants anything but that. <laughs> anything but more attention on him in that nice, sentimental way. So, it wouldn't surprise me if this hit is his last season, but it also wouldn't surprise me if it isn't. Because he can continue pitching. He can continue pitching well. I, I like, like I said... He did have a pretty bad stretch, but if you if you take away that bad stretch that he had in May, his season numbers would be outstanding. It would be excellent. He would definitely have a sub-3 ERA. All right, he would be, I don't know if necessarily one of the best pitchers in the league, because, I don't know, there are lots of guys with sub-3 ERAs this year. There are lots of guys with sub-2 ERAs, it feels like. it's uh, It's a crazy year for pitching. But still. He's obviously got the skills to remain at least an above-average starter. And, I don't know, he can just kind of go as long as he feels like, I think. What does he want to do? That's the big question. What does Zach Greinke want to do? What does he pitch for? Because I don't know if he really cares about the counting numbers or the stats and things like that, because he didn't even realize it was his 500th start until someone told him, and he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) That's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> so I don't know. What does he want to do? I know he came back to Kansas City for a bit of a sentimental reason. He's like, yeah, you know, Kansas City, it's where everything got started for me. And I kind of owe it to these guys to come back. I just feel, I just felt like I had to come back to KC at some point. And that's nice. And I'm, and I'm really, really glad he did that. I, I think it's really, really special that... Granky is still here. And it I I kind of mentioned this 
a while ago. But I wouldn't mind if the Royals didn't trade Granky this season. I know some people are really salivating at the fact that, you know, we have a, a good pitcher who's only on a one-year deal. He could re- he could bring back a prospect or two, maybe even a decent prospect or two as he goes to a contending team. And, you know, he does deserve a ring. That is one thing. Like, if, if, if Zach Greinke gets traded, it's because he needs to get a World Series ring. He deserves it. He, he really does deserve one. So I guess I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset if they, if the Royals did trade him. But I don't know. Maybe he's resigned himself to the fact that he's just not going to get one. Because, I don't know, he had his chance and it didn't work out. And it wasn't even really his fault. The, uh, 2019, World Series, I think it was, where he pitched Game Seven. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, what 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 can you do? What can you do? You just get taken out of the game, and then the bullpen blows it. That's unfortunate, buddy. I'm sorry. 2021 World Series pitches there, the rest of the team loses. Ah, mm. eh. you know he's been he he's had a couple of opportunities. He's had a couple of chances. It's not his fault that it hasn't happened. I'll I'll definitely say that. It's not he is not someone who uh he's not someone who appeared in the World Series and then blew chunks and it's like, well, sorry, but that's on you. Maybe pitch better next time, buddy. No, he's been great. He's been excellent. So he definitely deserves one. So if the Royals do trade him, I hope he gets a ring. That would be pretty cool. But if the Royals don't trade him, I'm going to be happy because I just like seeing Zach Greinke pitch for my team. Because I just, I've always loved Zach Greinke. He's just, he's the best. He's the best. I love him. I love him to death. And I would love to see him end his career with the Royals. If it's this year, maybe he comes back next year with the Royals. I don't think that would be a bad idea. Who knows? Who, who, it, it really is a matter of who knows, because I don't think anyone knows. Maybe, maybe Greinke doesn't even know. Maybe Greinke will just continue pitching until he is actually bad. Until he is actually bad, and he's like, all right, it's, it's, it's time for me to go. I don't know, man. <laughs> but I, I do really love the article that, uh, yeah, it was Ant Rogers who put it out um, on MLP.com where <laughs> Granky was talking about something that happened in uh, in his start where he just kind of, uh, he's kind of like walked off the mound for a bit. Like he was about to pitch and then he just like stepped off and took a minute and then everybody, everybody got like worried. It's like, oh no, what's going on? But he's just like, no, I'm fine. I'm just old. <laughs> it's like, okay. You know, it, it, he you know he has acknowledged it. He's old. He has to work a little bit harder to, you know, get some outs because he can't just blow velocity by guys and things like that. So, you know, it's difficult. But that's what makes him fun. That's what makes him fun in this stage of his career. It's it's his his intelligence, his versatility. His creativity, you know, David Lesky put, uh, put out an article showing how he's been mixing his pitches, how he had a cutter that he started throwing in the early 2010s, and then for a long time just, like, never threw it again. 
but recently he started throwing it again. He's it's like how many pitchers in their history like shelf a pitch and then bring it back later. In fact, this this last start he threw it what like 30-40% of the time, which was maybe the most at least the most in a while. It's like that's that's a pitch that he's been throwing a lot more since uh he came back to the IL. He's really changed things up since uh since he's come back to the IL. Um it's it's just I mean I could I could just go on and on about Granky. Like if if you ever if you ever just want to know about pitching, just read up on anything about Granky does about what Granky does. Just re- go into articles, just re- read some interviews, just hear him talk a little bit, hear what other people have to say about him. Again, this is why I'm so glad he's with the Royals because he it's just I think the what that his intelligence and the way he's able to do things it really it will it will rub off on the younger pitchers and if nothing else it provides some really really exciting baseball it's really really fun to see him in this kind of a miserable cursed season i'm at least glad that Granky is here and again i kind of hope he stays but i'll understand if he doesn't stay and you know, kind of like I was saying earlier, if he, uh, if this is his last year, it's been great. If it's not his last year, maybe he'll come back to the Royals again, and I think that would be wonderful. But maybe he won't come back to the Royals again. Maybe this was a one-time thing where he's just like, all right, you know, it, it, like it was on his uh, baseball bucket list. You know, pitch for the Royals again, late into the career, after, you know, years after that one trade, after that little debacle that maybe some people still aren't over entirely. Hopefully they're over it by now. Come on. It's been a long time. I think things are good now. But maybe after this year, he's like, you know what? I do want to go get a World Series ring. And maybe it it isn't going to happen with the Royals. Oh, but man, if, if, if Granky did come back next year... And then the Royals won the World Series. How special would that be? <laughs> that would be the best thing ever. But we're probably a long, long way from uh, getting a ring. So maybe, maybe go play for someone else if you want a ring next in the next couple of years, buddy. Uh, it hurts to say. It hurts to say. No, I want. I uh, no. We're almost there, guys. We just need a couple of changes. We need. Uh, no, no, no. But speaking of young guys, uh, which is a weird transition because I hadn't been speaking about young guys at all. I guess speaking of uh the Royals trying to be champions or whatever. You know, if you want to be champions, you need a strong young core. You need some good young players on your team who will be good together. And that is kind of what happened on Wednesday's game. MJ Melendez got two hits and an RBI, so that's pretty cool. Hunt, uh, not Hunter Dozier. Uh, I mean, Hunter Dozier got a hit at a, a really bad play at the plate, so uh, he was kind of under Dozier once again. I meant to say Vinny Pasquantino had a two-walk game. So that's pretty cool. You know, if you can't get a hit, get two walks. Because getting walks is pretty cool. So far, this man has not struck out. And he has walked twice. He has an infinite <laughs> walk-to-strikeout rate. 
or whatever the stat for that is. It's fantastic. Literally the GOAT. He is he is perfect. And also another young guy I wanted to shout out, Kyle Isbell, who had a really nice home run on Wednesday, which I think is just Christmas. Because I was saying on Wednesday's episode, I'm like, you guys, you people complaining about Kyle Isbell getting playing time doesn't make any sense. Kyle Isbell should be in the lineup. I don't care if you think he's bad. He's young. We should try him out. Don't give up on him just yet. And then he goes and hits two home runs in two games. Oh, oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, it's so wonderful. I was saying on Wednesday, I hope it's the start of something for Kyle. Maybe it is. Maybe it won't be. I don't know. Maybe it's just a nice two-game stretch. It Maybe it does suck that there's an off day that comes right after having a nice two games. It's unfortunate. But it is what it is. I just wanted to shout that out. Shout out to Kyle Isbell. I believe in you, buddy. You can do it. That's about all I have to say, though. Like I said, it was a pretty quiet couple of days. Nothing big happened. So, let's just move on to the future. We have a road trip in Detroit and Houston. Oh boy, do I not want to play Houston. But fortunately, that's next week. This weekend, we've got a three-game series against the Detroit Tigers. Really battling it out for fourth place. There's so much at stake here. Yeah, so this is actually maybe going to be a nice series to watch. Because it's one that the Royals can play... Uh at their level that makes sense we're going to have an opponent that's about within within our skill range so maybe this will be a nice fun competitive series against two young struggling teams isn't that nice i'm looking forward to it i think i'm going to actually watch these games so we'll talk about it on monday when it's all said and done Hopefully, I'll see you then. Like I said, new episodes Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Follow me on Royal Deluxe Pod on Twitter or Royal Deluxe Podcast at gmail.com. Tell me what you think about Zach Cranky. What do you think is going to happen with Zach Cranky at the end or within this season? Do you think they're, do you think they're going to trade Cranky? Is it going to happen? If you do, if they do trade Cranky, where do you want them to go? Who do you want to see win the World Series with Cranky? this season and whether they do or don't what happens at the end of it does Granky retire does he play again does he sign with the royals again i think that would be cool so yeah i would love to hear from you about that but anyway it's been a pleasure this is the royal deluxe podcast thank you very much for making it a part of your day and i hope you're having a good one I'm Lux, and go Royals! Go Kyle Isbell!